All right. Mm. Patreon shout outs. Our first Patreon this week is Julia W. Hey, this goes out to cool Julia. Cats. Julia, I want to touch your coolia. <laughs> if anyone didn't treat you right, they'd be a foolia. Julia, Gulia. I knew it. You can't not say it. You gotta just say it. Everyone's thinking it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Right Thank on, baby. You. <laughs> All right. Who do we have next? We got Brian S. Brian S. Dressed to impress. He's not depressed. He's uh anally expressed. <laughs> Mmm, yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one, Brian S. Okay, and our last poem is Danielle.dat.me. They ask you, who is she? She says, Danielle.dat.me. They ask, where'd she go? She says, Danielle dot dat dot, I don't know. <laughs> they say, do you want to come by and have some soup? And she's like, Danielle dot dat dot, no. I have to stay home and poop. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Fucking <laughs> A. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Julia W., Brian S., and da- Danielle, Danielle dot, 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 me. Ah. Cool cats. Bum, blink, bum, blink, bum, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome, everyone, to Hoya Podcast. Amy, how are you? Listeners, how are you? Jackie, I am tired. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> how was your day? <laughs> Completely uneventful. <laughs> <sighs> well, today we are talking about season four, episode 24. In my opinion, the last episode of season four. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I personally like to describe it. Uh, Peggy's fanfare. Oh, boy. Here we go. But you know what, Jackie? We have some important news before we get to this episode, don't we? So don't, if you skip it, so help me God. (sighs) This is important. 
because listen, I finally got some Metamucil, <laughs> but I don't have anything to report just yet. Okay, got two big things of it from Costco. <laughs> She's gonna have a few big things from it <laughs> in her toilet. Here's open <laughs> toilet. We have, but listen, so we're starting something new here, okay? We are going to, at the end of every season, we're going to take a break. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. All right, before you yell at us, (laughs) just know we're all going to come out on the other side and it's going to be really good and everything's going to be great. We're going to take a break. What will you do without all of your scat content? (laughs) What will you do? You're going to have to plumb the depths of the internet. The depths of your plumb. Does it say plumb? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Plumb. Don't plums kind of look like butts? I was thinking plumb with the B at the end, but whatever. Same thing. Like thumb? Amy! That's a t- what are we talking about? Shut up. Hold on. A plumb. To plumb. The depths of the... Whatever. <laughs> anyway, listen, everyone. What did you do today? I plumbed. I plumbed. Like that? I plumbed some depths is what I did. Uh, so we're going to have we're gonna have a month off in between seasons from now on. I know you're thinking, what the fuck? How dare you? And I understand. I, I get it. But... You lazy assholes. <laughs> you just, like, missed a bunch of weeks. We did, but that... Where do you get off the nerve? The, lazy! Lazy! That was unintended. <laughs> well, that's precisely why we're taking a break. We, uh, we've we never taken a break at the end of any season. I don't know why. But then somebody emailed us at one point. I think we fell behind, surprise, mm-hmm. on some episodes once things started to open up. And we had to go back out into the world. And somebody, I, we were just like, sorry, sorry, we're missing this week. And I think one or a couple people were just like, you know, it's... It's kind of surprising you don't take a break at the end of each season, like just to take some time off. And that's been resonating in my mind, especially as we've struggled to keep up with some episodes some weeks. So I feel like taking the month off will allow us to catch up, uh, kind of uh, clear our minds, maybe work on like a season recap, God forbid. <laughs> we still have to do the season three recap, by we, the way. We really do. So, listen, uh, if you're going to be mad at anyone, be mad at that person who suggested it to us because <laughs> it's really yep. their fault. But, Gary, you're on notice. You're on notice. It's all your fault. Just buddy. kidding. I don't know if that's, if there is anyone that listens named Gary, it's not. I have no idea. But,. It's also, I think it's going to work out. We're going to release some old episodes, re-release, you know, like all the big name podcasters do. So get ready for that. It'll be like four weeks. So we'll do one from each season, right? One, two, three, four. How about that? Perfect. Yeah. That's smart, Amy. (laughs) So we'll do that. We're going to have some stuff on the Patreon. You know, we're going to have some more sexy, sexy, sexy fan fiction. Get real horny. Yeah. So we'll be there. Um, so if you join the Patreon, you'll still get new episodes. It'll just be, you know, different Jackie stuff. Jackie and from, I masturbating. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so join up. <laughs> if you miss King of the Hill content, this will be just as good. Just as good. 
So anyway, yes, after this episode, it is the last season. Wait. So yes, this is the last episode of season four. We will be taking a break, but we will be back at it in just a few short weeks. We'll be re-releasing old episodes that maybe have been remastered and sound a little bit better. No promises, but (laughs) fingers crossed. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait to find out. Right. And some Patreon content. So please join us for all of that. And we will see you in four weeks. But before we end this, let's actually do the episode, huh? Yeah. Unless you're on our Patreon, then we will see you before four weeks. That's right. Well, let's get right into shout outs. Let's do it. Last shout outs of season four. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So... (laughs) It's been a long time since we've done like legit iTunes shout outs. Is it hasn't it been, Jack? I think so. All right. So I've got one all the way back from huh? July 2nd. Wow, remember then? I don't. No, nope, I don't me neither. No. I don't even know where I am right now. Nope. I just stopped feeling it like it was March 2020. So <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> but and now we're right back at at that place like we're right there again Mm. (laughs) all right so this one (laughs) is from philip (laughs) makucci that is a classic and i appreciate it (laughs) very good oh but philip mr makucci if you if you if you're nasty says best king of the hill podcast out there let me start with i can't stand podcasts but wow this is pure addicting jackie and amy are incredible hosts from king of the hill to personal stories it's very entertaining keep up the great work gals oh thank you oh thank you mr makucci mr makucci you're too you're too much preach my homework my homework is late mr (laughs) makucci (laughs) so i'm gonna do that one and you know what i'm gonna do another one because whatever uh okay whatever because i can (laughs) all right so this one's from july 10th and it's from nick wolf and it says best discovery of 2021 discovered y'all this april from johnny two cellos it's so nice hearing Woo! <laughs> it's so nice hearing more women in the podcast space. Although oddly, the funniest bit might not be from an episode recap, but from the 2020 recap, between listening to kids bop covers and Amy tried and succeeded at impersonating <laughs> Scott Stat from Creed. <laughs> Keep up the funny work and take care of yourselves. <laughs> I think about your Scott Stapp a lot. Very good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. I see, I can't do it. <laughs> no sacrifice. <laughs> do it. No, I'm too nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Micucci and... Mr. Who was the other one? <laughs> Nick Wolf. <laughs> Nick Wolf. Ow! Well, my shout out comes from the voicemail, and Ooh. I haven't listened to it yet, but it looks like it's from our day one. 
tried and true Laura. I think this might be you. Um, We can't trust the transcript, but uh, we are. uh, This uh, voicemail is from August 3rd. We are a little bit late. It references flush with power. Sorry, Laura. (laughs) You deserve better. Um, (laughs) And I'm going to play it uh, for you. Now, hey guys, it's Laura. Just uh, calling to say what's up. And I noticed that the next episode you guys are playing or recording is Flush with Power. And I'm currently going through a toilet thing. Um, we replaced our toilets in our home, and there are these crappy low flows. No! Let me just tell you the struggle is real. I am feeling this episode big time. Also, I wanted to see if you guys can say happy anniversary to Eric. It's our anniversary on the 9th and then his birthday on the 12th. So happy anniversary to my Mr. Laura, my partner, Eric, and uh, a happy birthday as well. Thanks, guys. Take care. Oh, happy Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. Laura. And happy anniversary, you two little lovebirds, you little little Mr. and Mrs. Laura. Oh, sorry we were late with that. So the anniversary and birthday have passed, Mm. but happy belated anniversary and birthday, Laura and Eric. Thank you so much for being a part of our lives. Yes, and good luck with your toilets. (laughs) Are we ready to do this? Is that it? That's your only shout out? Yes. All right, fine. I, I think so. I'm very ready. Okay. It is season four, episode 24, Peggy's Fanfare. Hmm. Air date. May 21st, 2000. So we start off at the Hill House and... Hank's doing something in his garage. He's like measuring his measuring tape, maybe. And (laughs) Peggy comes running in and she's super excited. She just got a letter back in the mail from the Randy Travis. And Hank's like, Randy freaking Travis. Holy cannoli. Hell yeah. And she's like, yeah, holy cannoli is right. Uh, (laughs) So she reads the, she kind of reads the letter, kind of skips through it and it's basically just like a rejection letter. Like Peggy sent in some song lyrics and it turns out the letters from Randy Travis's lawyer. And it's just like, we re- we reg- regret to inform you, blah, blah, blah. No good. No, thank you, but appreciate it. And good luck to you and your music career. Right. Sign Randy Travis's lawyers. <laughs> And Peggy reads this and she's like, isn't that amazing? And Hank's like, if I didn't know any better, that would that kind of sounds like a rejection letter from Randy Travis's lawyers. And she's just like, no, that's you're 100% wrong. This is from Randy Travis, LLC. And <laughs> they referenced my songwriting career. They recognize me as a musician. This is like validating to me and my songwriting abilities so right off the bat Peggy is just very she's in in rare Peggy form just being super 
overconfident and annoying. Yeah, just blowing everything. Last episode, we had like vulnerable. Yes. Being manipulated, Peggy. But in this episode, they really start her out on the different foot of, no, she's just over-exaggerating every little thing that happens to her and is kind of being an attention hog. Oh, 110%. So we cut to the next scene and Hank and Peggy and Bobby are at church. And apparently there is a church trip coming up to the Fanfare Country Music event in Nashville. And this uh, trip, I guess everyone in the congregation put in suggestions of what where they would like to go. And uh, this was randomly chosen, uh, the Fanfare Country Music event in Nashville. And Peggy, I guess, put the suggestion in, or she at least takes credit for it. So she basically takes control of this entire trip. Um, It's really, the person in charge is assistant pastor Larry. I don't know where Reverend Stroop (laughs) is, but she's probably got more important things to do. Uh, So assistant pastor Larry is in charge of this, but Peggy kind of just takes like all control of it and is basically just acting like an overbearing know-it-all. She even assigns uh, the day of the trip comes, everyone gets on. I do think this is a really cute idea. The entire congregation is going on this trip to this music festival. They all take a bus there together instead of just driving their own individual cars. And then they're all camping there. And it just sounds like so much fun. It's like a a field trip. Uh, A 14 hour ride in a bus with a bunch of adults dumping and pissing. I would rather die. <laughs> well, I think it was a, I think it was a, no, it wasn't a school bus. It was a regular bus. So yeah, they were dumping in there. Absolutely. Oh no. For sure. <laughs> oh, like I said, God. odds are at some point during the day, you're near somebody who crapped their pants. <laughs> Definitely. You're near like 20 people who have yeah. crapped their pants. Especially on because a bus. The bus, the bus is a collective pant. And that there's we're also, all in. there's also that thing of like, if I have the opportunity to use the facilities on a moving vehicle, I'm going to do it because <laughs> it's such a I unique experience. I don't know. I've had to use uh, a toilet in an RV while it was running. And I'm like, can we just pull over for a minute? And they're like, no, that's the whole point of that's the whole point of an RV. We don't pull over. We keep it moving, baby. So go do your business. And you're just like... <laughs> Slamming into things next to you as you're trying to drop a deuce and you're just praying that it's still in the toilet. <laughs> All right, that does sound like a nightmare. <laughs> it would fucking suck. Oh, man. Imagine I mean, being in, I mean, the, in the bathroom while there's like an accident or if you fly off a cliff or something. <laughs> Awful. That's more embarrassing than having a heart attack like Elvis. Like you're you're trying you you had to take a dump so bad that you couldn't wait until the next rest stop. Like you had to do it in the RV and you're going to be down with a, your pants around your ankles. Oh yeah, and <laughs> you're down the hallway with the shit stream behind you. But also like 
There's no dignity. There's no dignity. But like the other thing with shitting in an RV is that your base, it feels like you're taking a dump on their dining room table because everyone is so close. You might as well just no borders, no, no walls, no privacy, just let her rip. It's fine. Oh my God. Well, back to poop. Sorry. All right, here we go. (laughs) Well, anyway, I was just, I brought all that up because I thought it was really cool. (laughs) I thought it was really cool that everyone was taking a bus together. (laughs) It's really cool until until you decide I'm going to be the cool kid and I'm going to sit in the back and then you're right next to the crapper and you're like, I wish I was dead. (laughs) It's really cool until like you go to use the bathroom and the bus drives off a cliff and you die. That is not cool. <laughs> in the most embarrassing way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> um, so the day comes, this is how overbearing Peggy is being like. The day comes where they all load up on the bus to go to this uh, music festival. And Peggy has assigned s- seats on the bus for everyone. Like she, like we're talking that level of extreme Peggy. Yeah. And narrates the entire 14 hour trip. Yeah. And her games are like, guess what number I'm thinking? 14 (laughs) hours. So. And I do love Hank in this moment. He's still on the Peggy train. He's like, think of a number, number Peggy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, come on, get another one. He's being so supportive. Let's let's like think of another number. Let's see if we can get it this time, guys. <laughs> I bet it's sixty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, she's she's even like um they get to Nashville and she is just acting like she knows everything about Nashville solely based on the fact that she got a letter from Randy Travis's lawyers. Right. I don't know. Maybe they're from Nashville. So she's just like, I'm basically in the biz and basically a native of Nashville. <laughs> in the biz. In the biz. <laughs> and meanwhile, like Pastor Larry is just like, I come from 20 generations of Nashvilleians. And <laughs> she's like, no, I know more than you. Okay. <laughs> I do love this B plot. Um, so Bobby's going on this trip and before, before he leaves for the trip, Connie gives him a phone card so that they can stay in touch. Memories. A phone card. Yeah. So that he can call and, and, you know, it won't cost him money or whatever. Uh, and it's a Tony Danza themed phone card, (laughs) 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 which I think is one of the best things that has ever happened in King of the Hill. Maybe it's (laughs) so like. There was no reason that this uh, phone card was should be Tony Danza themed, but there's just this one little part where uh, Bobby goes to call Connie, and you hear Tony Danza's voice come up, and it's just like, "Hey, you've got like ten more minutes left on this." I don't know. It's like, do you remember what he says? He's like, "Hey, this is Tony Danza, and you have eight minutes left." Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love. Go ahead. 
I was like, I love the idea of him having to be like, hey, this is Tony Danza and you have nine minutes left. Hey, this is Tony Danza and you have eight minutes left. Hey, this is Tony Danza and you have seven minutes left all the way down to... <laughs> you have one second! Ah! <laughs> I'm Tony Danza! I'm Tony Danza, you're done! <laughs> I'm Tony Danza and this call is over. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Danza. Here's your $200,000 for recording. <laughs> and that's what, I, I mean, that part made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Just like eventually, of course, realizing that that actually was like Tony Danza. He's a guest star on this episode. Yes. Because of that yes. part. <laughs> Just for that. I love that they bring in people and they're like, here's a half of a line. Yeah. <laughs> you won't even have they there won't even be like a character to represent you. It, it's just a phone card. It's a phone card with a really shitty drawing of you on it yeah. because we're only going to flash it for a second. Just for a second. <laughs> oh man. It's so good. Um so Bobby has this Tony Danza themed phone card to stay in touch with Connie. <laughs> <laughs> but when he does eventually try to use it when he's at the festival, anytime he calls, Khan is just like, he's like staring out the window at Connie. She's just like sitting in the front yard and he'll just be like, sorry, Connie's not here. She's out having a hot date with Chain Wasanasong. And Ugh. just anytime Bobby calls, he just finds a reason why she's not available. So this is the B plot. This is Bobby's issue in the B plot. Mm -hmm. At the festival... Does she meet Randy Travis before Bobby meets Brooks and Dunn? Or after? Oh, god damn. Because I thought um, it happened before. It's like right around the same time. I think it is before. I... No? I got this. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Bobby's feeling really down and out about not being able to talk to Connie and being jealous that she's going on all of these hot dates. Yeah, they're uh, done. He's like, we're not even together anymore. She doesn't want me anymore. She, like, the right. second I'm gone, she ditches me for Chain Wasanasong. Such a cool name, Chain. Um, it, it is. Then at this festival, I guess, like, their first full day there, there's, like, I don't know, a bunch of booths where you can go meet all, like, the different country singers. So they go to that and get, um, you know, to get autographs and take pictures with country music stars. Bobby ends up going to see Brooks and Dunn. Uh, he goes to their booth with Luann and he ends up talking about his issues with Connie and Brooks and Dunn are so supportive. They're just like, <laughs> I know. they're like, listen, it's not what you think. I bet she's not on any hot dates. Guaranteed. This is her father being a barrier, preventing you from talking to Connie. You know, don't worry. Like there's still hope for you. Uh, I know. I love it. They're like, hold on, everybody. Stop in line. We've yeah. got an, a sad young boy that we need to counsel. Please, everybody wait. <laughs> they're probably like us. They've probably been traumatized by middle school. So they're like, don't worry. We'll help you. <laughs> listen, listen. We, we have to talk to you about this. <laughs> yes. Nothing is what it seems, I promise. <laughs> I promise. And so they kind of counsel Bobby through this issue and when he does eventually call Connie, he pretends to be somebody else and Con puts him right through. So it works. Yep. In the meantime, at this same meet and greet event, uh, Hank and Peggy go see Randy Travis 
and they're very excited. Peg can't wait to talk to him after getting this letter from him. (laughs) This glowing recommendation of being a songstress. Uh Uh-huh. But then when they get there, they hear... It's when they're at the meet and greet, right? They hear his new song called Just the Way God Made Me. And Peggy freaks out and she's like, that's, those are my song lyrics. That's my song. And Hank's just like, okay, you wrote, you wrote Randy Travis's song. And she's like, yeah, that I sent those lyrics in and that's my song word for word. And she runs up and she, without saying hello or hi or how dare you, (laughs) just nothing just runs up and punches Randy Travis right in the face. And so hard. Knocks like him the off hardest of his punch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unexpected. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. No, he wasn't ready for it. So in fairness to him, he he wasn't ready. Hank is of course horrified. He's like, now you're really being crazy. Peggy Randy Travis, instead of being like, get this lady out of here, have her arrested, right. plus charges. Right. He's like, right. right. She's being, uh, I think, escorted away. And then he's like, no, tell her to come to my dressing room. And they kind of talk it out. And she's like, you don't understand. I sent this, these lyrics to you, your lyrics, just the way God made me. I, you know, I have so much going against me. Okay. I grew up in Montana. I have big feet. <laughs> And kids would make fun of me all the time. And I would, anytime I would get down, my grandma would say, Peggy, that's just the way God made you. And so that's why those lyrics are mine. And that's what they mean to me. Like they are from me. Randy Travis is just like, well, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't even send those letters out. That's just from my legal team or whoever's in charge of that stuff. And I, I don't, want us to be on bad terms and she's just like oh she also like talks about how she has overcome all of that and she's a substitute teacher and a boggle champion and all this stuff but um but randy travis is just like you know i mean just the way god made me i I could see why that would be so meaningful to you but it's not like the most it's a kind of a common saying you know that's an yeah it's an extremely common term and i love when he was like if i had a dime for every time somebody sent me a song, I'd be as rich as Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so you're kind of like, yeah, I can okay, see where Randy sense. Travis, it makes sense. Right. And, and, and we're already set up to believe that Peggy is losing her mind. Well, she is. I mean, she just punched Randy Travis and accused him of stealing her lyrics. Randy Travis stealing Peggy's lyrics. Nobody Peggy. And... She doesn't get immediately arrested. <laughs> it's great. I mean, like, even if you believe that you wrote these lyrics and you're enraged, what kind of person just goes up and punches somebody? I mean, that's extreme behavior. Now that I'm starting extreme. to I'm starting to see like maybe some effects of the brain injury at the beginning of season four. Oh, there you go. Yeah, this is crazy. Crazy behavior. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so Peggy's just looking insane. She punched Randy Travis. It's a miracle she didn't get arrested. And uh, somehow she mm-hmm. just got away with it. So Randy Travis is like, I don't know what to tell you. You know, lots of people write similar material. Uh, later, Peggy is still pissed, but she and Hank go to see probably a bunch of people perform, but then Randy Travis is performing. And Hank gets up to go get 
a beer. He happen- <laughs> he happens to run into Charlie da- Daniels while he's getting this beer. Um, so he's Charlie Daniels, that cheap fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He cuts him in line and then doesn't even buy his Imagine. Imagine. He makes him pay for his soda and Hank's beer after he's like, this one's on me. You fucking cheap asshole. (laughs) So Hank is preoccupied with Charlie Daniels. And while he's doing that, Peggy's by herself listening to Randy Travis. And then he's just like on stage and he's like, thank you. Thank you, everyone. And I have this new song coming out and it's based on my childhood experiences of growing up in Montana and having big giant feet and mm. overcoming it by being good at boggle and and my daddy was a substitute teacher. Anyway, here it is. And he starts singing just the way God made me. And Peggy starts flipping out. She's like standing in her seat. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. That's my, those are my <laughs> stories. Those are my stories. And- she just starts like screaming, Hank! 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 <laughs> and her shorts look extra big in extra this Extra big, yeah. They're so long. I don't know why, but they're so long in the scene. It was the main thing I saw. <laughs> it just makes her look even crazier somehow. Yes, like what are you wearing? Just deranged. <laughs> she's like screaming and finally Hank comes by and she's like, Hank, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. And somebody in the crowd like shushes her and she's like, who said that? Who said that? <laughs> so she looks crazy and she's trying to explain to Hank like, you missed it. Like he just... Tell me you heard that, like, he just told this whole story about, like, it was my story about Montana and my big feet and Boggle and all this stuff. And and Hank was just like, God damn it, Peggy. And, like, he, he right. walks her out of the show and he's trying to, like, calm her down and just get back to camp. And she's freaking out. She's like, I don't understand why you won't, like, support me. Like, what, you don't believe me? And Hank's just like... Well. I believe that you believe the story, which, okay. Uh, which, which, I believe that you're crazy. Like, I, I believe that you're telling the truth, your truth, but n- not like facts. And she's like, you know, how can you say that? You know, I, I don't know. I forget exactly. I wish I wrote it down. I forget exactly what she says, but Hank kind of makes a comment like you have a tendency to like overinflate stories and kind of embellish things. He's like, well, you have a really high like opinion of yourself. And she's like, well, I should have a low opinion of myself. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, you just take a lot of credit for things. (laughs) That's right. Thank you. Yes. And she's like, what, like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you know how you make spaghetti and meatballs? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, it's really just spaghetti with like balls of meat and sauce on it. I mean, (laughs) that's like spaghetti and meatballs. And she's like, yeah, but I add like a little bit of sugar to it. It makes it spaghetti and meatballs. Which so many people had a pinch of sugar. Okay, whatever. Anyway, go ahead. My grandma used to add sweet and low. Ugh. to cut back on the calories that's right and make that (laughs) that uh gravy a little less tart the gravy gravy. to give you that gravy coming out of your ass with the sweet and low come on okay come on (laughs) okay come on grandma come Come on on. come on (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> and and then he's like, uh, what was the other example he gave? Um, the, oh, oh, he's oh, like the pit. Oh, he's like, uh, and you know how you say like, what was it? In my opinion. Oh kindling makes the best like fire starter or something yeah, when we were setting up camp you were just like in my opinion kindling is like makes the best like fire starter and she's like yeah and he's like well that's like that's like a known fact it's not like your opinion that's like a fact a well-known one and and he's and he's right he's, he's right. right to point these things out it's true i mean like just uh, and this is pre-brain injury, but her, like, in my opinion, Black Friday is the busiest shopping day of the year. Peggy, have you ever been to a shopping mall? Have you ever worked retail? Doya. My goodness, Peggy. And then he's just like, of course. And now, and now you're, like, making all these, like, false claims about Randy Travis. And you even punched him in the face. You have to understand, like, you look insane. Right. You were, you punched him in the face and then you were still allowed to go to the rest of the fanfare. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> you should have been banned. You, were, you should have been banned. You should have been kicked the fuck out and you're still going to cause an issue here and I have to answer for you. <sighs> Come yeah. on. You've been unbearable, like on the trip, like on the bus. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a lot, Peggy. I love you, but it's a lot. I have been so much more mean to family members over a lot less. (laughs) (laughs) I have straight up almost killed family members over a lot less. Like I have beaten them, beaten them into the ground. (laughs) Hank is a fucking physically beaten them into the ground. Hank is a saint. At this point, for him being so gentle and kind of his criticism of Peggy being out of her damn mind. Didn't you have to beat one of your sisters with a dildo one time? No. <laughs> no. I'll, I'll cut that out if you don't. She, she, no, she, she came to my house party that I was having with a dildo in hand. Um, <laughs> and then I, but I had, to, she didn't have the dildo in hand and I didn't have it either when I was beating the absolute shit out of her. That was, <laughs> that was a little bit later that night. <laughs> <laughs> she had put the dildo down at that point. <laughs> I always thought it was with the dildo. I, I wish it was, it was not that funny. It was just... <laughs> It was just really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Now, luckily, Hank doesn't have a dildo. (laughs) Otherwise, Peggy might be in trouble. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, we cut back to Bobby's story and... So the the advice from Brooks and Dunn worked and he's talking to Connie again. And so to thank, he wants to express his gratitude. So he kind of steals one of Peggy's apple brown Peggy desserts and he decides I'm going to bring this to Brooks and Dunn. And so he goes with Luann and they're walking it over through a minefield of horse shit. And... (laughs) It's just everywhere with all these country singers. 
and he trips and the brown Peggy goes flying and now it's like an extra brown Peggy because <laughs> I was because try and work in a brown joke but you got there before me. <laughs> <laughs> yep it's uh covered in horse crap and Bob- they literally like scoop it back in no yeah. problem oh just thinking about it makes me want to vomit oh god yeah bobby and luann are just like oh no quick get it back in the pan instead of just like <laughs> abandon it we'll just buy him a little tchotchke somewhere we'll buy what them little tchotchkes <laughs> from a booth uh, or just write a nice note. Um, they're yeah, like, like, have you not ever smelled horse shit? It is pungent from miles away. How did they not know? How oh. did, that's a great question. Maybe that, <laughs> that extra bit of uh, nutmeg really covers up. Oh, yeah, that splash of orange juice. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they scoop it back into the pan and then make their way to Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> onward and bobby's just like i just want to thank you so much for all of your help it worked and all of your advice and here's an apple brown uh peggy and thank you so much and they take it and they're like wow this smells so good and then like (laughs) they're like i can't wait to get into this brown peggy and <laughs> and uh, Brooks and Dunn, uh, they're supposed to split it, but Brooks ends up taking it and he's just like, mine. And he's like, starts, he like takes one bite and two bite and he's just like, oh, this is so good. And then Dunn is just like, let me have some. And Brooks is like, no. And he, <laughs> Brooks eats an entire pan of horse shit. <laughs> and the camera's like close up on his face and it was making me so sick. <laughs> He's just like, nom, nom, just nom, walking, nom. shoveling into his mouth. He's shoveling horse shit into his mouth. It's, Brooks eats shit. Brooks eats shit. Brooks eats shit. So he eats the whole thing. And Dunn is just like, <laughs> you're so selfish. But then we cut to like the next time we see them, they're in the hospital and Brooks is like in a hospital bed and Dunn and Bobby are standing there and they're like, oh my God, you're so sick. And Bobby's like, I wonder why. I don't know. <laughs> so who could have ever thought I... Who knows? This family is wreaking havoc on the fanfare. They're just destroying everyone on the verge of killing multiple people. Banned for life. They need to be banned Banned for for life. life. Um, Yeah, so Bobby almost kills Brooks uh, with horse shit. We cut back to uh, Peggy's story and she's been told off by Hank but she is pissed and so she gets Bill and Dale and Boomhauer together and convinces them to help her TP Randy Travis's trailer. And they're running around it like animals just covering it in toilet paper. Okay, God. Insane. What? What? Crazy. What's the point of this? You're insane. Insane. (laughs) Insane behavior. It's like, 
it's so immature, but it's not even on the same level as like a punch or something, you know, like following a punch, like maybe she would punch, like uh, uh, flatten the tires or something, but to like right, like it, yeah, like like uh, key it or something, yeah, or yeah, right, and and she has three other grown ass men who are doing it, and Dale, of course, is the one who suggests it, (laughs) yeah. And instead of being like, well, Dale is unhinged. Maybe I shouldn't take his advice. She's like, good idea. (laughs) Well, speaking of unhinged, while they're like running around, like they made sure to do it while Randy Travis is signing autographs. So they're just like, all right, like keep a lookout while we TP this idiot's trailer. And then (laughs) speaking of unhinged, somebody does something stupid and they end up unhitching the trailer. And it's just so happens to be parked next to a lake and on top of a hill. And what a situation. And it becomes (laughs) unhitched and proceeds to roll down the hill and goes into the lake. And Peggy and everyone are just like, oh, my God, let's get out of here before anyone sees us. And they run away. And as they're running away, you see. Randy Travis's little stupid head pop up in a window. <laughs> he is still in his trailer. It turns out he was not signing autographs or doing meet and greets. He was taking a nap in his trailer. And now his trailer is sinking in this lake and he's about to die. He's He is about to die a horrible death. He's about to die a horrible death. He looks terrified. Um, terrifying. Horrible way to die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is awful. <laughs> Although I wonder how deep that lake is because, I mean, I guess, I guess lakes are deep, whatever. It's terrifying. Nobody <laughs> just, nobody deserves to die like that. Not even Randy Travis. Not e- <laughs> even if he did steal her, her songs and boggle stuff. Yeah, even if he is a complete piece of shit, he doesn't deserve that. <laughs> he's like a super nice guy in real life <laughs> he's gotta be for yeah. how much of an asshole he makes himself out to be in yes. this episode yeah <laughs> same with charlie daniels like, yes. I'm like they gotta be they gotta be cool guys if they're willing to like play this asshole and not take it offensively you know that's right yep so peggy and um the guys go back to the meet and greet and i think they're trying to act casual but then they realize wait, Randy Travis isn't here. He's, they somehow figure out that he's still back in his trailer. Mm-hmm. And Peggy's like, oh no. And what is it? Hank is like, what did you do? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I might've killed Randy Travis. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, they all, Hank included, everyone runs back to the lake. And now there's a crowd of people watching this trailer sink. And Hank is like, God damn it, Randy mm. Travis is still in that trailer. So he runs up to the edge of the lake. He takes one shoe off. He takes his other shoe off. He rips his shirt off. And his... Oh. <laughs> his <laughs> for all of the world to see his hot bad. <laughs> and he takes his pants off and his underwear off. And he's got the biggest boner. His balls are so swollen. Yeah. And he uses his balls as flotation devices. (laughs) He 
He says, grab hold to Randy Travis. <laughs> Randy Travis is like, they're too big. <laughs> I can't hold on. They're too big and wet. <laughs> grab my boner then. <laughs> it's like trying to climb on top of a submarine. No. He keeps his pants on. He dives into the lake. The trailer has completely gone under now. Hank disappears under the water, and now everyone is just watching, and Peggy is terrified. Nobody is jumping into help. Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. They're all just like, man, I hope he gets them. I hope yeah, they both like, live. <laughs> yeah. And we see Hank underwater. He's swimming, he's swimming, he's swimming. He gets to the trailer, he gets to the trailer door, and he's trying to open it, and it's just like, stuck shut because of like the water pressure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he pulls out like his little you know pocket boy scout every allen wrench screw size thingy you know what i mean yeah like the pocket knife that every single skateboarder that i've ever known has really skateboarders yeah, all, have them? oh i guess all, for their trucks and i i don't know they well it's always like a pocket knife i always know a bunch of skateboarders basically men in general always yeah. have one so i bought one and oh. I started wearing one around, but then I would I got scared that I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna stab myself. So now it just sits on my bedside table so I can stab someone if they come to hurt me. It's right next to my vibrator. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and sharp too. You're like, before you kill me, let me just go into my dresser and reach around my vibrator. <laughs> Don't look at it. No, they are both in the wide open spaces. <laughs> Uh, so Hank pulls out this pocket knife and he like shimmies the door open and immediately the door like flies open and there's like a vacuum and he immediately gets sucked in and then I think the door shuts and we cut back to dry land where everyone's waiting and you just see some like bubbles coming up from under the water and Peggy's Uh. like Oh my god! This is a real like come to Jesus moment for Peggy, where it's just like, was it worth it? Was it worth all of this to like ultimately kill Hank, who I love and loves me? And <laughs> after what feels like an eternity, I think maybe Boomhauer and maybe Bill mm. like yeah. start to take their shoes off to go in and help. Too little, too I'm- late. I'm pretty sure, like, Hank has already come out of the water with Randy Travis, and they're like, okay, well, I guess we can help now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were just about to help you. Oh, my uh, God. Look at you. You did it. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'll just put my shoes back on. That's what I would do. Um, <laughs> and Hank comes up, and he has Randy Travis in his arms, and Randy Travis looks like he's kind of unconscious, but then, like, he pulls him up on land, and... Randy Travis probably spits out a little bit of water and he's just like, <coughs> and Hank's like, all right, he's alive. And so Randy Everyone's Travis like, does Yay. not die. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Good job. Hank. Oh, okay. Good. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm, I am a little fuzzy on this, but I guess like <laughs> nobody cops to this, this uh, trailer crime. Fuck, uh, no. <laughs> no. Randy Travis just assumes it was a freak accident. <laughs> yeah, like he actually, he sets it up beautifully for Peggy to not get implicated because he's like, next time I'm having somebody else set up my trailer, it was definitely my fault, guys. My bad. <laughs> yeah. Set it up at the top of a hill. I Right. <laughs> where there's a lake at the bottom. 
yeah, lesson yeah, learned. Dingus. Yeah. Dingus. And Peggy's like, yeah. <laughs> so it seems like Peggy's going to get away with like what surely would be like at least manslaughter. Attempted murder for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, I can't believe it. So I think what ha- what happens? Peggy Peggy is getting ready to apologize to Randy Travis, right? She's getting ready to bring him an apple brown Betty slash Peggy. Uh, but before she's able to, police show up and go to take her into custody. And Hank finds out that little assistant pastor Larry has called the cops on Peggy. Hank, well, yeah, because dumbass Hank went and, and told on her. Like, you idiot, Hank. Come on. I don't know that it's technically telling if you're like confiding in like a pastor, right? Like, aren't they supposed to like, like a therapist supposed to... They have a they have an obligation to report if anybody else is in danger, whether oh, it's you or somebody else. And also, Hank, stop being a snitch. Come on. <laughs> you guys would have gotten away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess he is technically like a mandated reporter or something. That's it. That's the term. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I only know that because I have to do. I just got an email that I have to do that training for work. Ugh. Oh, fun. Yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Hank's like, what the heck, Pastor Larry? And Pastor Larry's like, your wife is crazy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, he's not completely wrong here. She's unstable. <laughs> she is. She has lost it at this fanfare. I don't think Reverend Stroop would have called the police, though. I'm just saying. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. I think Reverend Stroop probably would have kept it a secret because... She would have you know, handled it nice much, real. much classier way. Is Pastor Larry wrong for what he did? No. Is he a little like baby narc who can't handle the pressures of being a pastor? Yeah. Cry baby binge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Poor guy just reported an attempted murder and we're like, fuck you. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's oh my just God, Randy you're Travis. You're such a wuss. Yeah. <laughs> you can't handle this. <laughs> He can't. I don't know if I could either. I'd be like, what? <laughs> and the police are going to take Peggy into custody. And she's just like, you can't. I have to give this apple brown Betty to Randy Travis. I have to tell him that I'm sorry. You can't. And then I think maybe somebody like Pastor Larry or maybe the police are just like, oh, it's probably poisoned. And she's trying to finish the job. Right. And, and she's like, it's not. It's not poisoned. I'm trying to apologize. And Hank's like, you know what? I will eat a bite of this apple brown Betty because I I trust you, Peggy. And I trust that you're not completely insane. <laughs> and if I take a bite of this and don't die, then that proves that she's not trying to kill him. And you can go ahead and let her off. All is forgiven. <laughs> this is this is uh, the court jester or the court... Like, what's that King's food taster? (laughs) Yeah. And I think, like, I mean, in all fairness, like, Brooks and Dunn were almost murdered by an apple brown Betty. So they're just like, she's at it again. Yes. Um, And and very fair assessment, because that's honestly smart for them to even put those two together. Yeah. Now that we're talking about it, at the time, I was just like, come on, guys. But, like. Really, all the all the arrows point to Peggy and and her being um, very unstable and and possibly mm-hmm. harmful to those around her. 
homicidal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, delusional, all that. So she's wreaking havoc on this fanfare. <laughs> she really is. She and Bobby. I know. <laughs> uh, so Hank is like, I'll take a bite of it. And that, and when I don't die, that'll prove it. And I feel like at first Peggy's just like, no, don't. That's for Randy Travis. Yeah. And you're like the uh, most obvious, like, don't do it, Hank. <laughs> like, uh, special for Randy Travis. And it's I like, made it special for him. Please don't. Please, God, don't. It's like, all right, you clearly did poison this uh, right. brown petty. Uh, petty. <laughs> <laughs> brown uh, Beggy. And. Beggy? <laughs> yeah, like. Peggy and Betty. <laughs> Keep up, Amy. And kudos to Hank. He's like, no, no, Peggy, I trust you. And so he like grabs a spoonful of it and he brings it up to his mouth and everyone's like, ah, yeah. and he's just like, and he eats it. And there's like a tense moment of like, is he going to die immediately? And then he doesn't die immediately. And then I guess that proves that <laughs> Peggy wasn't going to murder Randy Travis. And the police are just like, all right, you're free to go. <laughs> I'm satisfied. <laughs> I am satisfied. That proves it. <laughs> uh, all charges are dropped. We don't need to question you. And then 10 seconds later, we the cops are gone and Hank's on the floor shitting and vomiting and <laughs> blood's coming out of his ears and his yeah. eyes. Yeah. He's done. <laughs> uh, no, he lives. And, uh, we end up seeing them at Randy Travis's concert. Randy Travis has invited them because Hank saved his life. And I guess that's the least Randy Travis can do. And right before he goes up on stage to introduce Hank as, you know, to bring him up on stage. He like tells this whole story about how like he was the one who actually saved Hank. And he just does the whole thing like he did to Peggy before where he like takes this story and like steals it and makes it about him being the hero. And uh, right before Hank goes on stage, he tells Peggy like, what does he say? Like, all right, I'll punch, I'll punch him in the face this time. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. I'm pretty Very sure. That's, that's it. Ultimately, nobody does die. Uh, two come very close. That's right. But we have hella guest stars. Sure enough. In this episode. Sure enough. <laughs> so this is the season finale of... Uh, season four, a truly stellar season. And for the first time, the season finale is not a cliffhanger, which I'm a little bit sad. I love a good cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a shit ton of guest stars. We've got Randy Travis as himself. We've got Kix Brooks and Ronnie Dunn as Brooks and Dunn. We've got Clint Black. We've got Lisa Hartman. We've got Terry Clark. We've got Charlie Daniels. We've got 
Tony freaking Danza. (laughs) That's always going to crack me up. (laughs) Yep. We've got Martina McBride. We've got, and then the last one I have on this list is Winona Judd, who does get like one like little interaction with Hank in this episode Mm -hmm. where it's before he's going to go on stage to talk to you know, for Randy Travis and you see him in the middle of a conversation with Winona Judd and he's just like, it's so nice to meet you. And she's like, yeah, it's really nice to meet you. And he's like, and I hope you'll think about what I said. And she was like, gets her face changes and she's just like, I was raised on charcoal and I will die by charcoal. And she just stomps (laughs) away. (laughs) Charcoal is better. I'm sorry, Hank, but it's so much better. Oh, have we never... (laughs) Have we never said where we stand? (laughs) I think it's a more complicated. Well, that we'll have to save that for a mini. (laughs) So it can be us just eating burgers from the different. Yes. Charcoal versus propane. (laughs) I already know, but I'm down to eat multiple cheeseburgers. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll try a, uh, Cheeseburgers, hot dogs, cheeseburgers, hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like some like desserts, like grilled peaches or something. Oh. I do like the taste of charcoal, but you know you get a nice even. Well, anyway, never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so those are the guest stars. And Amy, tell me what your favorite parts and moments were. Okie dokie. Let's see. What do I got here? Right in the beginning. <laughs> when Peggy <Heggy, Heggy, laughs> comes, comes out uh, and is like, hey, Cake, my writing has finally paid off. And Hank says, see, Peggy, you just needed to find a pen pal with as much free time as you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Also, Gotta love Bobby. He's just such a good boyfriend. He just says to Connie after she gives him the Tony Danza. <laughs> the Tony Danza card. Uh, he says, Connie, my girl, Buddha broke the mold when he made you. Yeah, that was really okay. sweet. <laughs> okay, poetry. What the fuck? <laughs> really sweet. I know. Uh, let's see. What else we got? <laughs> Peggy being just the fucking worst while they're all on the bus <laughs> i would have been like if you don't sit the fuck down <laughs> could you imagine being on this hours long trip and this woman will not shut up she's just standing up there and forcing people to play games and then singing but i do love what she sings that song that she made up she's what does she say okay hold on fanfare can be fun fair but if you don't wait your turn and lie well, that's unfair. <laughs> I completely missed. I completely missed that. Can you sing it again? <laughs> I'm still recovering from my embarrassment of just doing that. So hold on. Give me a second. Here we go. Okay. <clears throat> Fanfare can be funfair, but if you don't wait your turn in line. Well, that's unfair. <laughs> that's really good (laughs) i know oh but wouldn't you just absolutely lose it if you were being forced to like deal with 
a woman like Peggy, I would I would lose it. I would be. It's furious. a testament to how polite those people are. No, no shit. Because it's insane that no one so far has told her to just be quiet and sit down. Right, like shut the fuck up. Um, if you don't sit down, I'm kicking you off the bus at the next stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's see. A great uh, incest joke. Uh, <laughs> when uh, Bobby is with Luann and they're chatting with Brooks and Dunn and they're like, well, who's this pretty lady, your girlfriend? <laughs> and Luann says, oh, no, we're just cousins. Oh, wait, no, no, no. She says, no, no, no. She says, we're not married. We're just sharing a tent and we're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and they almost got married, sort of. They literally had a full wedding. <laughs> oh, let's see. Just another little Peggy thing where she says, this is just the way God made me is uniquely Peggy Hill. <laughs> it is not. It is not. <laughs> um, I, I've never picked up on this before when Luann is like confronting Bobby about like the missing apple brown Peggy and and she's confronting she's confronting Bobby about it and she's like, well, there was two and now there's only one. And then she says, I'm not a math magician <laughs> instead of mathematician. And I was like, ah. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, really good. When Peggy's losing it in the crowd at, I think, um, Randy Travis's show, like the first time she loses it in the crowd. <laughs> and she's just like, boo! Boo! <laughs> like screaming boo. And Hank is just like, would a couple of beers help the situation? Sure would help me. <laughs> Poor Hank. I would be so... I would be so fucking embarrassed if my partner was acting like that. I'd be like, I, I would do the same thing as Hank. I would also just like go and get hammered. <laughs> Especially after that bus ride. I, I would be so embarrassed. Uh, I would be like, we need to start going to counseling. We need to start I, going to counseling. <laughs> we need to have somebody tell you that you're being out of your mind. <laughs> this is driving me insane. I know. And he, but you know, in, in the beginning, he's all for it. He's like, oh, she's just having fun. Cause I think Dale was like, Hank, is she going to play camp counselor the whole ride? <laughs> and, and Hank's just like, oh, she's just having fun. Think of another number, Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> but towards the end, I think when, after she sings the song, like they've all reached their limit and they just turn around and everybody on the bus turns and looks at Hank and he's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Also, he really is a uh, supportive partner in this he, episode. He is. He is. And he's so, and he's even still so gentle with how he calls her out because if it were me, I would be like, you are out of your goddamn mind. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking you home right now. This is so upsettingly embarrassing. I, exactly. Oh my God. Uh, but on that note about the beers, I think I think I mentioned this about how Charlie Daniels made uh, Hank pay for the soda and the beer after he yep. cut him in line. <laughs> but four dollars. It was four dollars for a beer and a soda. And I was like, what the fuck is up? Yeah, let's let's party. Well, that was what, 25 years ago? 
20 years ago, even still, even still like at the, you know, at any kind of festival event, like beers were guaranteed just eight dollars at least or in the double digits. Like if, oh yeah, 12 bigger. Yeah. If they're like a bigger beer, you know? Yeah. I, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was a steal of a deal. (laughs) One hell of a deal. Uh, let's see. So, (laughs) I just wrote good for Brooks being willing to eat horse shit. <laughs> good for him. Good for him. He's he doesn't have an ego. He may be famous, but he's like, yeah, I'll eat shit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight over it like children, and then I'll snatch it away and gobble it up like a little, <laughs> little apple brown Betty Goblin. <laughs> And I put really big, hot Hank, hot Hank, hot Hank. I think that was when he was, that's when he was saving (laughs) Randy Travis. Ooh, yeah. God, I can't wait for our fan fiction. (laughs) Uh, Dale saying, why would he toilet paper and then drive his own trailer into the lake? Puzzling. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right before he runs away? Yes. <laughs> As people are slowly walking up, like, what happened? What ha- Like, how did that trailer get in the water? And then he just starts, like, running away, like, uh, Very, very sneaky. Very well done, uh, Dale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and my last note, note was I made the apple brown Peggy and it sucked. It was no good? <laughs> yeah, it sucked. It sucked ass. Why? I made it um, because it had, like, no flavor to it. And I made it on... Our Instagram live. I did it long, God, like two years now. And it just wasn't good. Like you would think the ingredients, I got like the specific uh, recipe that was supposed to be Peggy's recipe with the orange juice and all that shit. And it just sucked. It wasn't good. It was not sweet enough. It didn't have like enough flavor to it. So, I mean, not only did Brooks eat horse shit, but he also ate a bad brown apple Peggy Betty a in the same go. Bad brown apple <laughs> brown <laughs> no, Peggy. Apple brown Peggy. That's what I said. A brown apple brown Peggy poop Betty. <laughs> right? What did I say? I don't know. But I also I said brown apple Peggy. Because I'm an idiot. So no, it was a brown, an extra brown apple, brown, Betty, Peggy, Pooh, Betty. Are you having a stroke? I feel like. <laughs> Is that everything from you? Yes, I'm finally done. <laughs> well, I just switched over to my notes and I have like virtually none. Um <laughs> This is embarrassing. I wrote, Randy Travis is a prick. I wrote, I like when when they're TPing Randy Travis's trailer. And I think Dale is supposed to be a lookout. And oh. <laughs> he's, he's the idiot that's just like, I, I've secured sight of Randy Travis. You know, <laughs> he's away from his trailer. And he says, I will secure an autograph signed to all of us that will be our alibi (laughs) (laughs) and then it turns out that randy travis isn't even at this signing event he's in his trailer and does almost die 
Yeah, I, I can't remember who Dale uh, was like, who who he actually got that signature from. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I just wrote Peggy almost kills Randy Travis and Hank too. So like her big headedness and her big insecurityness gets like so extreme this episode that she almost kills not only Randy Travis, but she almost kills Hank too. Like she puts multiple people in harm's way. Mm-hmm. And the last note I made was the bird nicknames, which yeah, I can't remember what their nicknames are though. Dale was Mockingbird and Bill was Sparrow. And then what was Peggy? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I don't remember. Well, those are all my notes. Very good. Thank Very you. Good. <laughs> Do we have a listener comment song? <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> I don't think we do. Hold on. No. I don't know. Can you think of a song off the top of your head? You know I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Driving in a fast comment. (laughs) I I don't know. That's it. Welcome to listener comments. (laughs) Oh, we are really doing good at this. Struggling. (laughs) Please send in your own listener comment song. You can email it to hello at hoyapod or... You could call our voicemail and leave a voicemail. Our number is 386-530-3876. Right off the bat, love it. From Mo underscore Ruiz, Ruiz sound. Sorry. Hank throwing his glasses at Peggy before going underwater. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bread chef underscore the real villain in this episode, Charlie Daniels. What a dick. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> By J underscore Enrique underscore V. We're not married. We're just sharing a tent. And we're cousins. <laughs> God, I was hoping that you would do it <laughs> in Luann's voice. M. Masias, it's a two part one. It says, honestly, with these three episodes back to back, it seems like a shit on Peggy Fest, but these are some of her top episodes where she's just on fire. Agreed. Yeah, yeah they're good. Ep- they're great episodes. This one, you know, she's annoying. And then in the last episode, the ma- magic sex feat, you just feel she's pathetic. And then in Flush with Power, she just dumps big old turds. It's pretty impressive. That's right. <laughs> she dumps. She dumps. She dumps big. Um, <laughs> BBQ Drews says, better she hears it from someone she loves. <laughs> when Hank is like, he's like, I don't know. I think uh, she might be crazy, but I don't think I could tell her that. <laughs> and the guy's just like, you need to tell her. <laughs> Mossy underscore C137. Wrap his trailer in toilet paper. I think I have some left over from the Billy Ray Cyrus job. (laughs) Billy Ray Cyrus deserves it. I don't know why, but he does. (laughs) Little feral cowboy. Hey, this is Tony Tony Danza. You got eight minutes left. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have better Tony Danza? Absolutely not. (laughs) Try it. Try it.
guy. I don't even know what he sounds like. You don't know what Tony Danza sounds like. No, I never watched that hack. <laughs> you know what he looks like, right? Oh, yeah, I know what he looks like. Just do the voice you think would go with that face. I guarantee it'll be spot on. Hey, let's have a Sunday gravy. <laughs> By the way, you got eight minutes left. Hey, hey. Hey, uh. Capiche? <laughs> the fuck's matter with ya? That, that was bad. <laughs> a Cheshire Alice says, As a child growing up in Nashville, this episode was my favorite. Yes, and the other thing is that, thank you for ruining my trivia question. (laughs) (laughs) What was your question? Where was the fanfare? (laughs) Oh, it was in Nashville. Yeah, well, but there's two parts to it, so. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I don't think we we mentioned how Peggy just completely took over the sermon, but that's what Tim Tim Bo Slice 53 Peggy taking over the sermon. She does. She just goes up there. She's like, woo, I won. <laughs> <'Cause> they, <laughs> they pick the fanfare. And then she gets up there and she just goes on and on. And she's like, all right, you know, peace be with you. Amen. Everybody get out. You're dismissed. <laughs> Five underscore star dot man says he was worried that I'd take a swing at Faith Hill for stealing our last name. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Arbitrary and delicious says, as I like to say, what's done is done. Ah, another Peggy original. (laughs) In my opinion, it is what it is. Yes. (laughs) In my opinion, when life gives you lemons, I like to make lemonade. All right, this will be my last one. I've just saw a couple that just said "fuck Randy Travis." <laughs> yeah, I saw that. One is Andrew eight nine seven fuck Randy Travis. Mm-hmm. One is Hotel underscore underscore Yorba fuck Randy Travis. Uh, one is Disgruntled Toaster. Yo, fuck Randy Travis. <laughs> uh, McPeekaboo zero says Randy Travis is a gaslighter. And, oh, and then uh, my official last one, Nurse and Ember, says, this episode always makes me want to put on some Randy Travis, that dirty thief. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) All right, my last one is going to be from Joe V 16 What's the trouble, Bubble? Is absolutely a part of my everyday vocab now. Thank you, Brooks and Dunn. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> What's the trouble, Bubble? <laughs> I want that to be our uh, our uh, hey. post quote. Yes, that's a good one. All right, All Amy. Right. Very good. Trivia. Wait, hold on. Thank you for your listener comments, Thank everyone. Thank you. <laughs> trivia? Yes, yes trivia. All right, who goes first? Not it. Uh, <laughs> all right, so obviously part of my um, trivia crush, quick, <laughs> uh-huh. part of my trivia question was ruined. But the other part is how long does it take to get to Nashville from Arlen, Texas? 14 hours? Ah! Uh, yes. 
I think you mentioned it before, though. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> I definitely didn't know that after watching it. I, wow. Well, I gave that person a lot of shit and I did it to myself. So <laughs> that's what I get. <laughs> okay. What else? That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. You might get this first one. Amy. Mm. If Randy Travis had a dime for every time a fan sent him song lyrics, how rich would he be? Dolly Parton rich. Oh, hell yeah. That's pretty. <laughs> that's rich. <laughs> that's rich as shit. <laughs> also, also, real quick, I will. I do want to say Randy Travis has a very nice speaking voice. Yeah. It's like real deep and got that nice southern twang to it. He's got a good voice. Yeah, I know nothing about Randy Travis or his music, but I have to assume that he's a decent guy if he's willing to be on the show. And I mean, they got so many like famous people on this episode, but they featured him and they made him look (laughs) like the biggest turd in the world. And (laughs) it seems like he was a real good sport about it. So it, I feel like there's just been a lot of like, Randy Travis is a prick. Fuck Randy Travis. He's a gaslighter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like he might be a decent person. I, I don't know. I, but, I think that he is probably a very good person simply because he's willing to do this, uh, yeah. this kind of episode. <laughs> I'm scared that we're going to come back next time and it's going to be like, oh, we got a ton of emails that he's actually terrible. But uh, just based on this, seems like a good sport. I don't know. Agreed. Okay. My quest my next questions. Yes, okay. Amy. Mm. On the bus ride to Nashville, everyone was engaged in a game of guess what Peggy's thinking. Guess what number <laughs> Peggy's thinking? Amy, what number was Peggy thinking? For 2069. <laughs> Be serious. Uh 16? Nope. Uh, 23. It was 64. Ow! 64. <laughs> All right. And my last question, yeah. Amy, what is Brooks and Dunn's first names? Ugh. I know it's Kicks Brooks. Yes. Because, like, what a first name. That's pretty what cool. A fir- yeah. And is it spelled like K I X? It is, at least on IMDb. How cool is that? Yeah, is that short for something or is that just your name? I don't I don't know, but it's cool. Kicks. Um and then I don't know a Dunn's first name, so I'm gonna say Stanley. No, it's Ronnie. Ronnie. But it feels like you're kinda close. Yeah. Oh Ronnie. Ronnie Dunn and Kicks Brooks. <laughs> and now Amy. Yeah. This is the last episode of season four. And again, we'll be taking a a brief break, but you can join us on Patreon. There'll be extras. We already have a bunch of extras, but there'll be extras on there. Mm -hmm. Um, But do you know when we do return, we'll be starting, we'll be kicksing off, kicks (laughs) brooksing off season five. Do you know the name of the first episode of season five? I do not. (laughs) neither do you (laughs) it is oh my god what can that be right what is it the perils of polling 
Oh, we did that one. We did that one already. So it's kind of like we're, note to self, the next one we release will be that one. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to re-release some older episodes while we're gone. But it makes perfect sense that one of those episodes, I'm not sure if it'll be the next one or after that, but the next one will be The Perils of Polling, which we already recorded last year. We did it around the election, just to be on theme. Hmm. Uh, So that is season one of episode five. And then when we (laughs) officially return from our break, we'll be kicks brooksing off with season five, episode two. The buck stops here. Oh, a Buck Strickland episode. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for it. I haven't seen him in a while. I've been missing him. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a good amount of time. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm ready (laughs) to get into It's going to be nuts. Yep. (laughs) So keep your ears peered, eels peered (laughs) for uh, Perils of Polling, which is season five, episode one. Uh, We'll be re-releasing some other older episodes. And and then when we return, we'll be what a funny what a funny I didn't expect it to work itself out that way. But when we do return, we'll be starting with season five, episode two. That's so. right. Great. Perfect. Oh, Perfect. I love how that I love how that's going to work out. OK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, everybody follow us on Instagram, Hoya Pod, and in Facebook, we're there too. Leave us a review on iTunes, please. Also, please um, join our Patreon. We've got so much stuff there. We're gonna have a live watch party soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have even more incredibly erotic fan fiction coming out. So very soon. explicit. It is so explicit. Very explicit stuff, but very well written. I know, and and uh, just just a pleasure for the eel eels and the genitals. <laughs> 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 so please, if you're if you're uh, wanting some extra content while we're away, check that out. And um, and yeah, yeah, we love you. We'll talk. We to love you, soon. you. and we'll have talk a great- to you soon. Yeah, have a great month. Um, You'll see us more often if you join our Patreon. You'll see us before then. But uh, if not, we'll see you in about a month. And please don't abandon us. Um, We're just so tired. It's, I know. We, oh my God, we have so much like stuff that we still, oh my God, we still have so much stuff that we like still have to edit and release. And we're just so behind on. So, Bear Mm. with us, and we'll be back before you know it. That's right. Love you the most. Love you. Yes. And until Until next time. Until next month. Yep. (gasps) Via Candidos. The fanfare can be fun fair. But if you don't wait your turn in line. That's unfair. unfair. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>